You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Good day, Bruce. How are you? Healthy, like as usual. Yourself? Yeah, I'm okay. I, yeah. It's just I, I went out today. I went for. <laughs> Marty would give me hell if he was here. I went out for a massage today. Tough time, you know. It was really nice because I got cracked in like four different ways in in my my back and my shoulders, and I feel so much better. And then I decided, you know what? I wasn't going to work out today because I didn't want to cause muscle fatigue and all that stuff. I thought, you know, I'll just take a nice day and I'll just relax and let my muscles just rest and everything now that they've all been decompressed and all the rest of it. And I decided, all right, I'm going to jump on the uh, the bicycle for about 15 miles. And then I had some dinner and and now I'm just exhausted. I, I'm just tired. So I, I'm good. Like I'm relaxed. It's a relaxed tired, but I almost don't have the energy to sit here because I, I'm just I, like I had it at, at like 3.30, but now I'm just like, all right, can we just get this over with already? <laughs> well, I happened to, I'm, I'm working on a side project and I kind of uh, looked at the clock and it was 2, 2 a.m. And I was like, all right, I'll finish this up and uh, finish this part that I'm working on. And I'll go to bed. I, I look told at the clock, to st- and it's after five. Yeah, I, I told you to stop hanging out with GP late at night because he'll get you in all kinds right. of trouble. <laughs> right. So yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm a little tired myself as well. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it'll pass. All right. Easy going day today. Of course, it's been an easy going week all week anyway. But uh, Marty will be with us tomorrow, so I expect craziness and a lot of anger and a lot of complaining about what's happening in the UK. We're holding back some UK stuff because they're going to have to reevaluate that June 21st reopening because they've detected 3000 cases of the India variant. Uh, and, you know, they're just they're going to have to they're going to have to look at at, at those things because, well, they're, they're saying that the, the vaccine is just not effective against this one. And it oddly enough, they found 200 cases of it uh, today where I'm at. Of course, no one's actually seen it. They're just espousing it just like they did the rest of them. So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get into some of that stuff later, I'm sure. But uh, you got any questions on that before we move on here? Because I want to I want to start off with Arizona. No, let's uh, let's go to Arizona. I can uh, okay. I'm sure that question will come to me again. Later. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk all day tomorrow on it, too. So, I mean, that's just a little yeah. taste of what we got coming tomorrow. So those of you who are fans of Marty, uh, he will be here tomorrow. I, I know we have people that always ask, when's he coming back on? When's he coming back? I'm like, really? You, yeah, we get to hear you two all the time. It's like, Gee, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. Arizona election auditors. The deleted database has been recovered. Whoops. I guess they didn't guess they didn't cover their tracks as well as they needed to, but they got their hands back on it somewhat. There was a little bit of a chain of custody problem though, isn't there? Yeah, they don't they don't have the chain of custody. Um, yeah, a little known to people that, uh, you know, when you when you purge data like that, the data is not gone. It just kind of basically it removes the uh, uh, headers on the data and the data is still there. It's just basically the beginning and the ending of the data is purged so that the system knows it can rewrite over that. You have to use special software uh, and techniques to purge data like that. 
And the most effective way to purge the data is to completely destroy uh, uh, the, the drives themselves uh, and the RAM and any component of it that can store memory uh, because that information can be stored in memory as well. So, uh, you know, keep that, keep that in mind too if you're trying to uh, cover your tracks. Do you think that it's easy to hack these voting machines? According to uh, an expert in technology stuff, that went over the the manual and everything. Basically, yes, yes, it, it is very easy to to hack it. In fact, the amount of control that someone with administrative privileges has, they can go in and change everything about ballots that go through there. Any data that comes through, they can change it however they want. And it also has an internet connection. Now, one of the things they weren't able to access, which the the um, chain of custody would, would um, if they had that information, it would show it. And also they're having difficulty getting the administrative access because the county is basically saying, look, there's confidential information on there. You can't have access to that. Well, see, here's the problem. That quote unquote confidential information they're supposed to, that they're saying is on there. None of the information on those machines are supposed to be identifiable to a person. So in other words, it's not confidential. It's supposed to be anonymized. So if it's not anonymized, that's a problem. But if they can get administrative access on there, they'll find out whether or not those systems were ever connected to the internet. Now, the experts are saying that at least two of the machines uh, show signs that they were using a uh, Verizon wireless um, um, access port on there, or access. Um, so basically, they were connecting to a, a wireless internet um, using a... a like a USB stick, if you will. Weren't we told that they weren't able to connect to the internet? Weren't we told that as the American voter? We were told that. Um, in fact, the uh, user's manual actually tells you how to connect it to the internet. And there's an ethernet port on the device, which is only for networking. That's only, you know, th that only connects the other machines together. It doesn't actually connect it to the internet. You know, uh, I mean, it, it connects to the internet if you have your router connected to the internet. You know, if it, then your entire network's connected to the internet. So huh. yeah, there's, there's a lot of questions there. You know, I, I, have a, I have a short little compilation here. These are various academics. Now, take that for what you will. Most, in my experience, dealing with academics, and as much as we research academics around here, like college professors, high-profile professors, ones that are brought on to consult for government agencies, most of them tend to lean to the left, Right. That's not a pun. I mean, right. they, they tend yeah. to lean to the left, right? They tend to lean more towards the Democrat side. Now, why do I say that? Because you have a compilation here of UC Berkeley professors, Princeton professors, Columbia University professors. All these are left-leaning institutions, are they not? They are. Harvard Law. Yeah, Harvard Law professors. These are all people that do research and, and papers, scientific papers for government agencies and NGOs and, and things like that. They get hired by the government to, to conduct these things and they get funding for their research in their universities. That's how the U.S. system works. Now, I want you to hear what they had to say. This is back in 2016, 2016, 2017. So after the presidential election of Donald Trump, take a listen to this. I know America's voting machines are vulnerable because my colleagues and I have hacked them repeatedly. We've created attacks that can spread from machine to machine like a computer virus and silently change election outcomes. And in every single case, 
We've found ways for attackers to sabotage machines and to steal votes. Early voters in Georgia in 2018 saw machines deleting votes and switching them to other candidates. Studies conducted in 2007 by the state of California, state of Ohio, state of Florida found security vulnerabilities that could take advantage of these to engineer viruses where one compromised voting machine could then infect eventually the entire fleet of machines for an entire county. Typically at the end of the election day, you move a memory card through each of the machines in the precinct, and that's to collect the vote totals. That process can spread a virus. And there are other processes. The details vary from machine to machine. And you say hacked, what were they able to do once they gained access to the machines? Oh, all sorts of things. They could uh, manipulate uh, the outcome of the vote. They could manipulate the tally. Uh, they could delete the tally. Um, and, and they could compromise the vote in any number of ways. Uh, the machines used in Georgia have been demonstrated to be hackable through a virus that's carried on ballot definition cartridges, very much like the Stuxnet virus was uh, inserted into uh, nuclear centrifuges in Iran. There are a number of states that outsource their reporting of elections to third parties, some of which are corporations based in other countries like Spain. Um, so you've got to trust that the aggregation of the votes and the reporting of the votes is, is, uh, is accurate as well. I'm pretty sure my undergrad computer security class at Michigan could have changed the outcome of the 2016 Michigan election if we wanted to. It, it is that bad. And we have a combination of very powerful adversaries and unfortunately quite vulnerable and obsolete systems. That's, that's why I say it's only a matter of time. Unfortunately, in a lot of these systems, the audit trails are just as vulnerable as the other aspects of the system. So there may not be good forensic evidence of a successful um, intrusion. With the current design, we cannot be universally confident that it hasn't happened. Um, and it's probably only a matter of time before it will. Oh, my, my, you don't my. Say. Yeah. See, they knew all this stuff back in 2016, 2017. That was a compilation. And, and I have to also say, those were not all academics. Uh, I did miss a couple of universities, and I did get a couple of universities wrong. It wasn't University of Columbia. It was University of Michigan. Uh, and there was one of uh, Rice University. So I did get those uh, incorrect. So I will correct those. Also, there was one who was the uh, UN, or excuse me, a NATO Security Council member who spoke on that. So... This is a problem that's known. And of course, if you question what's going on in Arizona now, and of course, you question what's going on in Wisconsin, you're going to question what's going on in Pennsylvania, you're going to question what's going on in Michigan and New Hampshire. Oh, these are just more baseless conspiracy theories. You've got people that are batting for your own team that are out there saying that we have vulnerabilities four years ago, five years ago. And, and I'm not playing partisan politics or anything like that. I'm just pointing it out that they're saying now, Oh, uh, those are baseless conspiracy theories. Those are baseless claims. There's no evidence, all the rest of it. When clearly you've got your own researchers, your own professors coming out four or five years ago, six years ago, saying uh, it's only a matter of time here before all this gets corrupted and one of the elections gets stolen. Did you notice one of the professors that was talking there, the the one that you were correcting yourself with, uh, Michigan? What, what, what states were we having problems Michigan was one of them. Michigan, oh. the one who's, who said that he and his colleagues could have single-handedly changed the outcome yeah. of not, the election. Not even just colleagues, students. Oh, his students, too. yeah. yeah. Could have, with, just with his undergraduate degree could do it. That's how simple it is. Or maybe maybe it was colleagues. It, well, he's it, also, I mean, yeah. he was also the same yeah. guy. He, that was two clips of him. He was also the same guy in the first uh, part of that video, or first part of that clip that said, 
my colleagues and I have hacked these machines. We know that oh, they okay. can be yeah, hacked yeah. because we hacked them. Same guy, but he was giving a speech at UC Berkeley for the net, for the other one. Gotcha. One, he was testifying in front of the House committee. And then the other one, he was giving a speech at uh, on a panel at uh, UC Berkeley. Uh, nothing to see here. Move along. Now, the Board of Supervisors in Maricopa County say that they will no longer engage in uh, in any kind of cooperation. They're, they're not they're not going to uh, testify uh, at Tuesday's hearing uh, in their own Monday meeting. They said this uh, and a formal response to um, uh, what the heck's their name? Uh, the Senate's uh, whatever her name is, uh, fan, what, whatever. I, I can't think of her name. Uh, anyway, she was asking about the, uh, uh, the the irregularities and the missing data. Well, that's fine. We're, we're not even going to answer any more questions. We're, we're just not even going to show up. Well, if you've got nothing to hide and you say that this is all baseless, what's your problem? Yeah. Anytime you give the so-called conspiracy theorists a chance to adjudicate themselves, they always win. So you know what? Bring on the January 6th Inquisition. Bring it on. Yeah. Well... The, the the concern that I have with doing like a, a full blown inquisition for the January sixth thing is the the people that we currently have in office um, that could lead to some very problematic um, mm-hmm. trends, if you will. I, I mean, I say I, 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 I say open a whole can of worms, uh, up in the apple cart, turn it all over. No, I, what I'm meaning is if you have a a president that well one is dementia ridden, but two is up there quoting Mao Zedong and to the military. We have military officials saying that our military is Marxist in the higher levels. And then they're going to do a 9-11 style investigation in all of this. I'm concerned it's going gonna, it's gonna to lead to a witch hunt and they're just going to start going after innocent people. And innocent people are going to get caught, caught up in it. Um, well, I, think like when we, I think they're already doing I agree. That. Well, I, I think so, because um, many of the people that they arrested for January 6th have been in uh, solitary confinement for 23 hours a day. Yeah, but those are uh, those are usually the, uh, the, the or those are the uh, ringleaders of the uh, the so-called insurrection, aren't they? Um, yeah, I think most of them are supposedly or they're supposedly ones that, uh, I don't know, did some egregious act or something or they said they like Trump or something like that. that these people are pro- political prisoners. Um, the, the ones that were arrested and are now in, uh, you know, isolation. The damages that was done on January 6th does not even compare to the damages done um, during the entire uh, entirety of last year. You know, the, the mm-hmm. riots and everything from Antifa and, and BLM. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There was like uh, something like 550 of those uh, quote unquote protests ended up being riots. And there was um, damages to private property and done and federal yeah. buildings. Let's talk about Portland for a second. So you have Antifa that's out there trying to burn down the courthouse with people inside of it. And what happens to that? Where are the ringleaders of that? Where, where are the organizers of that? Where are the funders of that? Where, where's all of that? Oh, all those charges got dropped. That's fine. How about the irreparable damage to those federal agents that had those industrial lasers shined in their eyes that now have permanent eye damage? Oh no! See, that was a mostly peaceful protest, right? Th- those are those are freedom fighters fighting the fascist state under Donald Trump and his goon squad, right? The hypocrisy here is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's in everybody's faces. I, I don't understand why people put up with this. I have yet to figure this one out. Complacency. I mean, well, you you you've, you've heard my rant on uh, abortion, trans, you know, the the transgenderism and not yep. being able to tell understand why why should we be surprised that they're. they're saying that an, um, a legitimately peaceful protest was 
an insurrection and then all the peaceful or all the peaceful protests we had last year were all riots but those weren't insurrections um you know i mean it, it stands to reason yeah all right well anyway since you like to rant and and rave and all the rest of it I know you mentioned this yesterday offline, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday. Let's talk about it now. The U.S. Navy goes woke and announces that it announces diversity, equity, and inclusion plans. We've seen the U.S. Army do this. Uh, Mm -hmm. They've got active duty soldiers out there dressing up in high heels. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. They're putting out promotional videos about leading in the areas of diversity and inclusion and and all the rest of it in this this limp-wristed approach. And it's like, you, you got you got the Russians that are putting out, well, like super soldier videos, that kind of stuff to, to recruit people into the Russian army. The world's got to be laughing at us for this. Yeah. In fact, they are laughing we, at us. Uh, one of the videos the army put out was um, a, a chick talking about her um, two mothers or whatever, lesbian parents. It's like, OK, that's great. I don't care. What I care is you to be uh, an efficient killing machine. Your job is to protect the nation. That's your job. That's what I expect of you. I don't want to see, I, I, I don't care about what your gender is. I don't care what your, you know, your, your parents, what gender they claim to be or any, I, I don't care. I don't care your color of skin. I don't care. You have one task and the job of the government is to make sure you meet that task. I, I just, we're, we're, uh, we're a laughing stock. I think not just at the, not just on the world stage uh, at this point, I, I, I laugh at it. We're in hell. Like this, this has got yeah. to be the closest thing to hell. That I can possibly imagine this. Are you kidding me? Now, oh, now you got the Navy. It's going to get worse. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I fully I fully expect that. Uh, uh, yeah. You can't have the rank and file enlisted people on board with this. You can't. There's no way. There, there's no way. I mean, we've seen the videos of the the uh, soldiers that were, you know, going around like a TikTok video. Guy was going around. Have you gotten your jab yet? You got your jab yet? And all of them are saying no. So uh, the ones that are woke, they're awake enough to know not to get the jab, you would think they're awake enough to know, you know, when they're in the shower to look down and know what gender they are. That's true. But you got some base commanders and, and whatnot, you know, they're saying, well, no, you don't get the jab. No, you can't leave the base. You're you're confined here until you do. And of course, I, I've been hearing some people that have gotten some emails that work on various military bases as either contractors or uh, active duty personnel. And they're being told in the emails, get a jab or you got to wear a mask everywhere you go. Uh, so they're, they're pushing that. All it is right now is it's just they're, they're in the stage now of applying pressure. That, that's all it is. They're, they're applying pressure in these places because, look, the vaccine numbers have plateaued. They've already gotten all the all the low hanging fruit, as I like to say. Uh, they've already picked all the all the usual zombies and the uh, the the fools. <laughs> They've already gotten all them. Sorry. I mean, I know people who have gone out there and taken this thing. So I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say to them. They they just won't listen. There, there's no way that they'll that they'll listen at all. Uh, they're just sucked into the propaganda, and that's just the way that they are. So there's nothing that you can do with that. Uh, believe me, I've tried, but you can only try so much. The the other thing about all this, like the the, the requiring the jab and everything, I don't know. So. The media is trying to push articles now that that are basically saying, oh, you you have no defense against this. If if a business decides they're going to discriminate against you because you don't have a vaccine, well, it's within their rights. That That's the kind of articles that they're trying to push out now. And they're, you know, skipping over the fact that you have, uh, I don't know, constitutional rights that say, you know, if you're if you uh, happen to have the religious persuasion that believes that abortion is bad and using aborted uh, cells 
for you know stem cell research or or vaccine research you're, you're, you're kind of against that and you decide not to get the vaccine which it came from technology of of uh, aborted fetuses then you you have no rights you you can't uh you know that they're they're basically overlooking that completely and are ignoring the fact that you you have that choice and they're also saying that um uh, what's the other argument there there's another argument oh the ava laws you're, you're, the ava laws you're you're technically protected against employers and businesses discriminating against you based on your health status or lack thereof they're going to put the pressure back on the companies but then again this is just another jab at small businesses then no pun intended this is another divisive yeah. tool for small businesses the employers that say okay you're going to be required to take this the employees that don't they're being told not to show up to work in some places. Okay, well, guess what that's going to do? That's going to cause your business to lose money. So that's going to put more pressure on you to try and and do this. And, and more than that, why are you doing that? Why? Because Klaus Schwab and his group of bums down there are telling you to? They put out a tweet this morning. It's funny as hell. They put out a tweet this morning on their official Twitter account. And I have it here. Get your COVID-19 jab or you could face consequences from your employer. Is that a threat? I believe it is. I believe it is. But see, they're not making the threat. No, 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 no. See, they're taking it off of themselves and they're going to put pressure on the corporations behind the scenes so you can't see it. So you blame the business. You're doing their work for them. That's all it is. They're driving a wedge in between you and prosperity and, and being independent. That's all they're doing. They immediately had to delete that tweet because of the <laughs> vast amounts of hatred that they were getting for it. People telling them to well, I can't repeat all that stuff on here, but basically they were uh, telling them where to go. And I didn't see one. I went down through a whole bunch of them. I didn't see one positive response to that. Not one. And that's on Twitter. That's on Twitter. That's the woke crowd over there. They've monopolized pretty much all of all the perception over there. But yet they get that kind of hatred. So they had to delete the tweet. So they revised it and they put it back out saying there was a survey that was taken that um Ask the question if your employer should require you to get a COVID-19 vaccine. And of course, they put all kinds of statistics up there. One, one in particular, chief among which, which is, which is the highest number that they put up there was 88%. Those of you that understand history and know what I'm talking about can make the connections there if you so choose. I find it very coincidental, but nonetheless. So they put that up. And what do you see down the responses? You, you look at that tweet and you look at the responses to that tweet. People put screenshots up of the first one asking why you deleted it, you bums. What's wrong with you? You sick people. And and again, everything underneath that, that was all hatred. People hate these people. Like they're hated out there in the streets. They're not revered. I have yet to find anybody, first and foremost, the people that are out there, I have yet to find anybody that's that's for this vaccine that has even heard of the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. They've not even heard of it. They think that's some crazy crackpot conspiracy theory. In fact, um, more to that point, uh, because of the media's reporting, it, you can talk about Klaus Schwab to them and they have no idea. And then you start talking about what they're talking, you know, their talking points, like the World Economic Forum and what they plan to do. They're like, oh, you mean that conspiracy theory that was, you know, shot down by the media. Mm -hmm. That's all they do. They run cover for them. They own the yeah. media lock, stock and barrel all the way. So Klaus and company are calling this the Jobs Reset 21. That's the hashtag that they're putting out with it. 
meaning, yeah, you're not going to get a job. You know something? I think that things are going a little rough down there in uh, in Davos. I, th- I think they're having a little bit of a problem. Now, that's just my opinion. But they canceled their meeting in Singapore for a good reason. And oddly enough, they had a big summit down in the Vatican the other day that really wasn't talked about. Hmm. Now, why would they do such a thing? But that's uh, that's Klaus and company. Yeah. Now, they're, um, they're urging companies now at the World Economic Forum to um, fire unvaccinated employees as part of a jobs reset. But they deleted that tweet because of the backlash. They indicated on Monday that it supports employees being forced to choose between taking one of the four controversial COVID vaccines or unemployment if they choose not to take the vaccine and wait until they tie that unemployment money and your your stuff in your bank and all the rest of it and your access to shops and businesses to whatever they decide they're going to give you. Yeah, wait till that happens. So after the backlash, they deleted the initial tweet and uploaded another post with the same graphic and a tweaked caption. So they changed what they said. They, they changed it to a survey. I, I hate being I hate being right. And and pointing out what's what what they're talking about is coming and pointing that out to the social credit system and everything. And we're seeing it roll out. They're saying here, 40% of companies surveyed in a new report require all employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Who are those companies? I'm just curious. Why don't you list those companies? Employees will be encouraged but not required to get a jab by 32% of companies. Again, who are they? Then they go on to say, mental health concerns and burnout have risen up the agenda since the onset of the pandemic. That's because you sick bastards have locked everything down. And you've scared the hell out of people. You know, actually thinking about it, um, them saying uh, 30-some percent, you know, a third of businesses, big corporations. I mean, yeah, they make up a good portion. And I think most of the major corporations have come out and said something uh, signaling that they're on board with the ESGs, they're on board with the Great Reset, um, you know, things, things of that nature. Now, of course, the World Economic Forum has opened up a new section on their website. So you can discuss these things, you know, so you can take part in it, you know, because they're all about inclusiveness down there. So you can take part in this. They have a 2021 jobs reset forum for you to take part in. Now, that's a that's another department that they've created. They've taken on slogans such as fighting systemic racism. 56 companies form global coalition to bring racial justice to the workplace. And it's been described as a new forum initiative supported by corporate leaders aims to set new global standards for racial and ethnic justice in business. It's more of the same. It's literally the same. Why are they doing the, the same rhetoric that we're seeing like BLM and all of them are doing? And the, They're funding it. That's why. why yeah. Why is the uh, U.S. military jumping on board with more equitable, diverse, fair, whatever? Why, why are they pulling up the same phrases that uh, you have the World Economic Forum? Which, might I remind you, the leader of Schwab, he was a kid during the time of the Nazi occupation. <laughs> and his family worked with the Nazis. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Your family's working for the Nazis. You, you don't think the kid's going to have a flowery point of view of the, the Nazis. He's going to have that ingrained. The things that happen as a kid, that helps form your personality, your worldviews and everything, right? Why, why, why do we have some guy in, in uh, uh, another part of the world claiming to create a better civilization? You, you, know? you, you almost sound there like George Soros when he said that the, those days of the, uh, the Nazi occupation, that's, that's when his character was born. Yeah, isn't that what he said uh-huh. in that 60-minute uh-huh. interview? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I've got the clips of that. Well, Schwab is a uh, similar age. He was from the mm-hmm. same time period, um, same part of the world. I mean, 
They they both are showing Nazi tendencies. I mean, if it quacks like a duck, it looks like a duck. It smells like a duck. Probably a duck. Great Midwestern philosophy. <laughs> I remember yeah. hearing that as a kid. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's switch over to. Um, I, I know how much you want to talk about him. Uh, the saint, Dr. Anthony Fauci. He has come out and said that Americans misinterpreting the CDC guidance on masks. That's that's what you're doing. You're misinterpreting their their mask guidelines. He says this is not a removal of a mask mandate. Hmm. Yeah, um, I think it is. Just saying. He was sat down for an interview with Axios just the other day. Axios, of course. I mean, how, how much further left can you get? He says, I think people are misinterpreting, thinking that this is a removal of a mask mandate for everyone. It's not. Now, and, and I know that the uh, the loony left, they're out there freaking out on social media that the mask mandates are, are being dropped. Oh, they're going crazy. In fact, you have Governor Greg Abbott. He said beginning May 21st, local governments or officials that attempt to impose a mask mandate or impose limitation inconsistent or conflicting with the executive order could be subject of a to a fine of up to $1,000. Why isn't that being taken across like that that's what should be do, that's what should be done across the board. You shouldn't be dealing with governments and elected officials that are imposing this stuff, you should be dealing with governments and elected officials that you put in there that are supposed to be representing you. They're the ones that are in position to stand up for your rights. That's why you put them there. Now, I know that Abbott went the wrong way in the beginning, but why don't you have politicians that are supposed to represent you? Why don't you have them standing up saying, listen, if you're caught doing this, we're going to find you. We're not going to find the citizenry. We're going to find the politicians that are imposing this on people. That's defense of your own liberty. That's what it's for. That's what these elected officials are supposed to represent. Instead, they're doing the opposite. You've got European countries that are imposing more restrictions. You've got places in the U.S. that are outlawing them. You're supposed to be outlawing this stuff. It's about time. Um, That's long overdue. That, like th it, this, It's long overdue. When this is all said and done, when this dust finally settles, when we all have it out and we're going to have it out, when all this gets done and settled, and I'm talking about all the garbage that happened on November 3rd, all that stuff, when all that comes out, and it's going to come out, when all that comes out, when all this, this nonsense with Fauci and all the cohorts that he's involved with and Gates and the rest of them, when all that comes out and we get to the bottom of what happened in that lab in China, when all that comes out, all this stuff that's going on, this, this, the, these edicts from these government organizations, this is going to be upended, all of it. And we're going to have to redraft our rights. That's what's going to have to happen. You're going to have to outlaw this type of behavior. We're going to have to write in things to ensure that this does not happen again. These are the worst crimes against humanity I've ever seen. Now, it's one thing to do what you did in the 20th century with the worst forms of collectivism, whether it's Soviet Russia or Nazi Germany or what in the hell ever. Pol Pot's Cambodia, I don't care, whichever one you want to pick. It's not an efficient way enough for these sick bastards in control to want to get rid of people. Oh, instead, they're doing it They're doing it with a tuxedo and a, and a glass of fine whiskey now, giving you some garbage about a pandemic and, and selling you some, some crap that's going to do God knows what to you. That seems to be a little bit more efficient. Let's get people to do it to themselves, shall we? How disgusting is that? So on the other side of this, when all this dust settles, when all this air gets cleared, and believe me, people are going to have to go to jail. 
they're going to have to go to jail for the rest of their natural lives for this. When all this gets settled and all this all this dirty air gets cleared, we air our dirty laundry and all the rest of it. When all this comes out, all you bastards are going to go down for this. Every last one of you, all you governments, all you bureaucrats, every last one of you are going to go down for this. See, this is why they this is why they're they're worried about the election audit, because if it comes out that 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 insane old bum who nearest I can tell, I don't think more than 15 people voted for this guy because that's all he could get at any kind of an event that he had when he would come up out of his basement. Hell, he can't get any more likes than that on a YouTube video when he puts out a speech. When people find out that he's not actually supposed to be there, what do you think is going to happen? Nothing. You might you might have some people writing a strongly worded tweet or or Facebook post or something like that. You, you'll have some that'll uh, stand up and uh, I don't know if you protest or whatnot. I I, I don't think anything's going to happen. First of all, there's no uh, there's no constitutional way to remove someone that was wrongfully elected. Why not? Um, that that there, there's no provision in the constitution for it. Like there's always a way to get someone out of office. No, there legitimately there's no constitutional amendment. There's nothing in there for a president that shouldn't be in there. there there's there's nothing like once. Once the uh, uh, January 20th comes along or 21st or whatever. I understand, um, but he wasn't actually elected. That's where we're going to have to decide on what to do. Like there, what I'm saying is there's no procedure. Like, for example, treason. Treason has a it's very clear what it is and it has a very right. clear uh, conclusion right. to it. Right. Um, uh, wrongfully electing a president, you know, someone that's cheated. There, there, there's no clear uh, what to do. Well, then. I, well, I, I would say it's treason personally, but <laughs> I, I would argue it is, too. And, and quite frankly, I think there's more than enough evidence to support treason in this case, regardless of the election stuff. There's enough to, to go with the Ukraine deal on that one, as far as I'm concerned. And, and the Chinese deals, there's plenty to go with on that one. So anyway, I apologize for getting all over the map on that one, but uh, we started that with Fauci. So this is Fauci yesterday morning on Good Morning America with George Stephanopoulos. And this is what Fauci had to say about the the confusion over the new mask mandates and, and all the rest of it, the, the confusion. He cleared all this up, right? So let's let's listen to what he had to say. Fauci, thanks for joining us again this morning. Let's pick up where Stephanie just left off. What's your message to parents this morning whose kids are unvaccinated? Well, the same as Stephanie just mentioned, and that is that the CDC recommendations still maintain that for children who are not vaccinated, obviously, uh, most children are not, 12 to 15 are getting vaccinated, that indoors they should still wear masks. And that's the CDC recommendation. Will that change as we get more and more information, as we get more and more people vaccinated? Certainly, we have to keep up with the evolving situation. What's George, the data we're not going to have kids at that age vaccinated for at least several months as we get towards the end of this year and the beginning of next year. Okay, let's talk about the... Uh, okay, so uh, let me let me back this up just a second. So here's the thing. Moderna put out the call to have parents sign up their kids for vaccine trials. And guess how many responses they got? They got a big fat zero. So what did they do? They doubled down. You're not going to sign up any of your kids to get hit with this thing? Oh, that's okay. We'll just come for everybody's kids then. That's doubling down on a whole new level. There's been no evidence to support that kids are the sources of mass transmission. There's been no evidence to support that hell masks even work. There's been no evidence to support that the vaccines even work. You got nine New York Yankees that have tested positive and they're all fully vaccinated. You got Bill Maher who's out there that says, oh, I'm fully vaccinated. He's down with COVID. He's not even on the air. The CDC themselves have reported over 200 deaths of people that have been fully vaccinated. And that's not dying from an adverse reaction. That's people dying of COVID, according to their own numbers. 
that have been fully vaccinated. So explain to me, doctor, why these kids need to be vaccinated. You can't, can you? No, no, there's there's no explanation to this. The data does not show that there's any transmission among the kids. There's no reason to have the kids vaccinated for this. They're the least at risk when it comes to COVID. There's edge cases where the kid, you know, that already had health problems, comorbidities, whatever you want to call them, uh, and they died from it. Sad. However, they they were in a in a state that they would have died from the flu. I mean, they, they uh, those same kids could have died from the cold. So I mean, I, I I hate it for the families, but we can't make decisions based on the minority like that. The the small. It, you're destroying lives. We don't know the side effects or the long-term side effects of these uh, vaccines. You give it to the kids. What are the long, long-term, the people that are creating the vaccines, we've kind of talked about it a little bit, kind of have their own agendas. They're on board with the ESGs. They're on board with the Great Reset. They're wanting to do population control. I mean, when you when, when the people that are Creating the vaccines are saying a drug that you don't know what's in it, by the way, are saying they want to have population control and reduce the world's population to whatever the, their magic number is now. Yeah, I don't want to take anything from you. Uh, that, that's that's going to affect my body like that because uh, they could easily sterilize you and you'd not know it. You'd never know until you try to have a kid. And rumor has it that that's what's floating around with Moderna right now. There's a report that's currently being compiled that uh, we'll talk on tomorrow about that, uh, hopefully, if it's completed by then. Uh, but yeah, there's there's something involving some of the ingredients. Some laboratory got a hold of one of the Moderna vaccine vials and actually put it under a microscope to test it uh, and started running, uh, running all kinds of uh, analysis on it and all the rest of it to find out what's in it. And the results weren't good. Because the inserts that they send in those things, oh yeah, they're blank. They're blank. They don't tell you what's in them. So let's continue on here with Fauci. Okay, let's talk about the lifting of the mask mandates that we're seeing in many states, like here in New York. Other states are not ready to do that. Is the CDC basically saying whichever choice the state makes is fine? Well, not really, um, George. If, if you look at it, the science that evolved over the last few weeks that prompted the CDC to make the recommendations that people who are vaccinated should feel safe and be able to go indoors and outdoors without wearing a mask oh, relates hold, hold, to the evidence. Hold on. Six weeks ago, the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, was out on TV saying that she was afraid that we were going to drop off the edge of the abyss. And she saw dark times ahead, and she didn't know what we were going to do. For the first time in her career, she was terrified. That was six weeks ago. Now they're lifting all this stuff? What changed in six weeks? Oh, the science? What science? Two weeks ago, they had they released that chart showing what you could do uh, vaccinated and unvaccinated. You know, the mass chart. And the only difference was like the, the vaccinated could do two things that the unvaccinated couldn't yeah. unmask. Uh-huh. You could walk outside if you were by yourself or with members of your household without a mask. That was fine. Only if you were all fully vaccinated. Anyway. Evidence of what? how effective these vaccines are, not only in protecting you against infection, but even if you have a breakthrough infection, the chances of your transmitting it to someone else is extremely low. A very, very infection. low. The problem in the issue is that we don't have any way of knowing who is vaccinated oh, and who's dear. not vaccinated. And I think that's where that's the confusion the arises, because there are some establishments 
who are saying, well, I'm going to have people coming into my establishment, my store or what have you. Some are going to be vaccinated and some are not. I'm not going to know the difference. Some might be infected and might actually have a risk of infecting someone else. And under those circumstances, it's perfectly reasonable and understandable for the owner of that establishment to say, you know, we're going to keep the mask mandate up. And that's what we're seeing. And I think that's causing the confusion because some are maintaining a mask mandate and others are not. Hmm. He's signaling businesses to. uh, Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's also signaling those that are that are aware and awake that, uh, man, it's so troubling. We can't we, we just don't know if people have been vaccinated or not. That, that's another um, uh, signal that says we're going to have um, vaccine passports coming in. Yeah. And that's what uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York is actually saying. He was talking about it in a press conference yesterday. Unfortunately, I don't have that audio. Uh, otherwise, we'd play it. But uh, he said, well, those of you that have the uh, the Empire Pass, yeah, the Empire Pass, that's one that they called it. Yeah, they called one. One was called the Empire Pass. Yeah, Empire State, New York. Yeah, Empire. Yeah, yeah, but why would you call it like just the optics? I understand Empire State, but Mm -hmm. just the optics alone when you're being an authoritarian governor, it looks bad. Looks really bad. So if you have the Empire Pass in New York, that's fine. Now, that can be a printout of a QR code, or it can be the Excelsior Pass on your phone. If you have it on your phone, then that's, I mean, and that's going to get you on uh, the trains, the buses, uh, in cabs, probably. Uh, I don't think he said cabs specifically, but you can see that coming. You know, cabs are big in New York. And of course, uh, if you want to go to sports venues, concerts, things like that, you know, Broadway shows, I'm sure they're going to reopen Broadway uh, in September. So uh, you can bet that you're going to have to have those passes for all of them. And I could see in the future having organizations like, I don't know, unions, for example, requiring you to be vaccinated to be a part of the union and you're mandated to be part of the union. So. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it's people's paradise, Bruce. Continuing on here with uh, the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci, who could have seen this one coming? He says, we will require coronavirus vaccine booster shots within a year. Now, see, yeah, you're going to need those all the time now because they're just, you know, they they just won't keep up. Uh, So you're going to need these all the time now. And believe me, they've got all the boosters and top ups ready for you to go. Isn't that what Dr. Yaden warned you against, that they're making top ups? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He says, I think that ourselves. We did that. They were going to require another jab. Yep. Yep. When you said no to one, they said, oh, no, you need two. When you said no to two, oh, you know, you need three and and possibly four. Yeah. They're going to double down three months. Yep. They're going to double down every single time. Dr. Anthony Fauci estimated that Americans will need a coronavirus booster booster vaccine shot within a year. He predicted at a media event sponsored by the pharmaceutical industry. Who would have guessed? Yeah. Who would have guessed? He says, I think, and I'm quoting here, he says, I think we'll, uh, we will almost certainly require a booster sometime within a year or so after getting the primary shot because the durability of protection against coronaviruses is generally not lifelong. Do you know how long you have immunity if you come in contact with the SARS virus? Answer, 20 years, if not the rest of your life. That's at a minimum. You don't need a vaccine for this. As a matter of fact, the studies that they have done on trying to develop a coronavirus vaccine, the people that did the research where all the animal test subjects died said, we really don't advise this for human use because it's just too dangerous. Yeah, but this virus is so dangerous itself. I mean, people are going to die if we don't do something. 
Here's the thing that I'm actually seeing from these these sick people that are actually going out there and doing this. I'm talking about mentally sick here. The ones that are out doing this that are having family members get hurt from this or pass away from this after they get perfectly healthy people dropping over dead. They're saying, oh, well, you know, that that's just the case. You know, that, that happens. Oh, you want to lock down society to prevent people from dying from from coronavirus and COVID. But yet when you go out and you take a vaccine and somebody in your family dies from it, they say, well, you know, that, that's just the way that it is. How sick it, it, are these people? It's cult thinking. Uh, it, it's exactly what it is. It, it's a cult. Uh, it, it, it's akin to one of the frustrations I have with uh, the Christian religion. People just, oh, well. God wills it. I'm sorry, man. I, I hate that response. I I, yeah, I really... I do too. Uh, he requires some work from you on your part. Yeah, you can't just yep. sit there and put everything in his lap. You know, I understand, yep. oh, God's going to deal with everything. Okay, I got it. But you need to do a little bit yourself. Faith requires action. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Boston's Fenway Park, you know where the Red Sox play. They're going to open to full capacity on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, you got all the all the lemmings out there cheering for it. Yeah. Are you going to uh you going to require vaccine passports to get in there? Well, let's take a look. Boston Red Sox Fenway Park plans to open to full capacity Memorial Day weekend with masks no longer required for the fully vaccinated fans. Yeah, so you 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 dirty person that doesn't want to go along with the program and join the cult. No, you've got to sit over here in this section. And you're going to get put on that uh, that big screen and probably shamed. I'm guessing that's where it's going to go, to be honest. Uh, and well, don't worry if you're if you're wanting to go to the Yankees game, they'll give you free shots. Hell, they'll give you free tickets, free parking if you <laughs> if you take a shot at the Yankees game. And believe me, they'll be putting that one up there. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't want to go to your garbage sports. Not anymore. Starting May 29th, Fenway Park will have the opportunity to operate at full capacity on and after this date. Masks will no longer be required for fully vaccinated fans in accordance with the CDC's current guidance. Don't worry, they'll change that. Give it a week. Yeah, <laughs> they'll change it. Unvaccinated fans are strongly encouraged to continue to wear masks. They're strongly encouraged. Well, they, they can't make you do it. Hell, they couldn't make you do it now, but you're doing it anyway. The decision to fully reopen and put the responsibility back into the hands of the individual comes after the experts, President Joe Biden and Anthony Fauci, opposed the idea of allowing the Texas Rangers to open their ballpark on March the 10th. By the way, how many people died due to that game that they opened back uh, in March? All of them, right? Because uh, we, we, we learned that uh, there was two billion people that died in Texas. So it was, I thought it was three. It was a three. OK, three. Well, yeah, three. it was three billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biden said about the uh, about the Rangers game, he says, well, that's a decision they made. I think it's a mistake. Well, that's good because we think you're a mistake, sir. They should listen to Dr. Anthony Fauci, the scientists and the experts. But I think it's not responsible. That's your president right there. Yeah, that's your president. Actually, the responsibility is on the individual person to decide what is best for themselves. Mm -hmm. As long as it doesn't break laws that we have agreed to, uh, it, it's your choice. Just for anybody wondering, uh, Texas reported zero deaths as of two days ago. That's the first time in nearly 14 months. Now, here's an interesting thing. Since we were talking about the uh, the whole mask thing with like Fauci and all the rest of it, this is interesting. The Senate has removed them. So the mask mandate in the Senate, gone. However, the House still has them. Our politicians are all vaccinated. Why Why do they need masks? I don't know. Ask the, uh, ask the speaker. Now, the GOP reps in the House decided to defy that today and said, no, nope, we're not doing this anymore. We're not playing your game anymore. So they didn't. 
Yeah, it was uh, it was all the Republicans, wasn't it, that uh, it decided was. to do that? It was all the GOP people, yeah. But at least they have some political awareness about them. I'll, I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah, but I think it was more in the in the line of defiance. I mean, I don't I don't really think if they indeed took a real COVID shot, I don't think that's uh, I mean, what you're going to go in there, you get fined. So get fined. What's wrong with you? Get fined. Who cares? Don't even pay the fine. No, like, I, I wouldn't. The, I wouldn't the, pay the fine. As a matter of fact, I'd sue you for discrimination. That's what I would do. Yeah. The nonsense that they're doing, like decorum. Decorum was out years ago when Trump was elected and the kind of stuff they threw at Trump. I almost said something else there. Decorum was thrown out. It, it, it's 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 gone. It, 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 the, technically, it, it was gone even further back than that. The kind of rhetoric that was flying around. But eh, I'm being I'm being generous and saying just. Uh huh. Now, there's a report out that said that most Republicans did not wear masks in the Senate, uh, but the Democrats were more evenly split. See, we're playing party politics over this garbage now. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell quipped that he was free at last while leaving the chamber maskless. Free, free. At la- Why don't you stand up for something, especially yourself? God, I, I can't stand these Republicans, these spineless, weak, pathetic. He's 79 years old. Retired, man. Just you've been get out, get out. Last Thursday, Pelosi said her chamber would keep its mandate despite the new CDC guidance. When a reporter asked the speaker about the new guidance and ending the mandate, Pelosi said definitely no. Real quick as a joke, I I had seen uh, a spelling of Nancy replacing the C with a Z, and I thought it was very fitting. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw that. (laughs) A speaker for Pelosi's office later confirmed to Bloomberg that the mandate would remain because it is not known how many representatives in the House are fully vaccinated. You don't even know that. What I find fascinating about this is Fauci was asked point blank on a committee uh, on a panel the other day, along with Walensky from the CDC and the other person from the FDA. I don't know who it is. And said, how many members of your organization, how many employees are vaccinated. And they didn't know. They didn't know. I'm betting, I'm betting that because of the bureaucracy, because of the compartmentalization, you've got people in there that are rebelling, I would imagine. See, the ones that are out there telling you to take it, they're not taking it. I don't care what they say. They're not taking it. Their employees are not taking it. You look at some of these TikTok videos and stuff of these, uh, these healthcare workers, they're shooting it down the drain or squirting it off onto the floor. They're not taking it. They know better than that. To be fair, we don't even know if those, that that isn't like saline solution or true. You know, just true. Reviews. Oh, you think Fauci actually took one of these things? Hell no, he he did not. No. Well, no, actually, he could have taken one, a, a, an actual vaccine. That the, the thing is, is I'm I'm not sure. Like when it comes to the political class, I don't trust them. So especially someone that that that's been in the you know the game for forty years. It could have easily been an actual vaccine, you know, like the traditional methods. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for a coronavirus, no, what does it doesn't play? It doesn't play because there's no way they can vaccinate well, against that. True. Uh, well, if it's an engineered virus, you you theoretically could, you could um, yeah. make a vaccine. Well, for it. you could. But here here was the problem with it though. Was I mean that's the that's the thing though. When you engineer a virus, that's part of the process. It when you're developing. <laughs> When you're developing biological weapons, I mean, let's be honest here, when you're doing that, that's part of the process. You create the virus and then you reverse engineer the virus so you can create the vaccine. So therefore, you have the protection policy, you have the insurance policy in pocket before you turn over that virus to your government. So before you go any further in the development process, you have to have the vaccine. This 
wasn't done. This wasn't done. Not in my opinion. That, yeah. So usually that's the thing is when it comes to the U.S., we have our own standards versus uh, the rest of the world. I, I think the mm. West in general has this standard. But yeah, yeah. Um, usually they make the vaccine with the, the virus. That That's the whole reason that they're toying with the virus is to learn how to make a, a better vaccine um, or a prep for things that could come. Uh, the problem is, is uh, places like Russia and China, the their ideology is a little bit different than ours, and they're a little more willing. I, I hesitate saying Russia a bit just because Putin is an intelligent person. So I would think he has enough wherewithal not to create a virus that's going to kill people and, and not have a vaccine for it. But at the same time, you're talking about the same government that created a their, their uh, neurotoxins. Uh, it has a component in there that melts rubber. So the materials that you use for a gas mask it will melt through that. So even if you do have a gas mask that is capable of withstanding that chemical warfare, it doesn't matter. It'll burn through it and uh, mm -hmm. it'll get to you anyway. So I believe it was engineered in some way. And did they create a vaccine? No. Did they create a vaccine for themselves? Maybe, you know, the elite? Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. Nancy Pelosi said this, and this is another this is another way you know that they're signaling, right? This is kind of what you pointed out here with Fauci when he was on uh, Stephanopoulos. Listen to this. Pelosi says, we can't require vaccinations for the members of Congress, much less the American people. Oh, oh, you can't. Well, you've been beating them over the head with it. You've been out there sending your uh, your goons in the media, shaming people to get it, beating people over the head, making them feel guilty. The people in Congress that didn't voluntarily go along with it. What in the hell do you think would have happened in the media? Why isn't so-and-so, uh, why isn't representative whatever getting the, uh, the vaccine? They would have been all over the six o'clock news on every network saying they were, they were endangering lives. They're wanting to kill their colleagues. That's what it would have been. And now you're saying, oh Actually, no, we can't, we can't, we can't require them to do it. Wasn't that the case for Rand Paul? I don't. Did he take the vaccine? Because he's already had. I don't COVID. know. I don't. But he already he had. He was vaccine. one of the first to have COVID. Why would he need a vaccine? Yeah. Right. And that's why I was. I'm, I'm leaning towards he didn't take the vaccine. And I'm pretty. But they've sure they've changed it. They've changed it. No. 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 Those that had it. No. You've got to have a vaccine now because. Yeah. That's yeah. We can't get herd immunity until they they just changed the definition of it. And they're doing this out in the open. It's not even like they're trying to hide it. They're doing this out in the open. But anyway, Pelosi went on here. She said, the House physician cannot tell us Democrats, Republicans or who. And that's right. Uh, I don't know. She's she's a senile old woman who probably had a fifth of whiskey before she got there that morning. She says we should be respecting people's privacy. Oh, you want to respect the privacy of people in government. That's fine. But but us, the, the Joe Blow citizens, no, we're, we don't get any privacy. Is that it? Is that how that is? Where's the call for people like yourself, Madam Speaker, who should be out there all across the uh, the networks and in the press across the world saying this violates people's privacy rights? Businesses shouldn't be doing this. Where's that call? I want those protections and I want those things in place to ensure that we have a, a, the privacy like that. And I, I just I don't want to see it with this government, with, with this, mm -hmm. um, because if they do something like that, it, it's going to have either loopholes or it's going to be the exact opposite of what we want, because insider um, trading, same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Insider trading. I mean, look at that as an example. It was supposed to be banned. And they're not supposed to be able to do it legally. And then they changed it. And now they can do insider trading. It's fine. You or I would go to prison for that. And we yep. should. Yeah, that, that, that's, uh, uh, you know, it's it's dirty. It's dirty business. Oh, by the way, 
Uh, for those wondering, and I know we have some German listeners, the German health minister, who's fully vaccinated, by the way, is um, quarantined with uh, COVID-19. Just thought I'd like to point that out. So anyway, yeah, uh, go out there and uh, <laughs> go out there and get your uh, get your useless uh, whatever you think that's going to do for you. Anyway, all right, we're going to have to go. We're out of time. So for those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram channel, get over there, get signed up to us. We put out all of our podcasts that we put out here every day, and we also put out an exclusive podcast only to our Telegram subscribers once a week, just there. So make sure you get signed up to us over there. And also, you'll be able to take part in our discussions. You'll be able to comment on things that we put in our newsfeed. You'll be able to see a lot of the clips because we do take the video. I mean, we do play the video, but we capture the audio for it for the podcast. But we do post a lot of these clips. Uh, in our Telegram newsfeed. So get over there. You get access to that. You can see all these in, these videos. You can send them out to people you know and people you care about and spread the information around. But yeah, get signed up to us over there. Also, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at tips at dynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, known associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we'd appreciate that. We are available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcast, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, that would be great as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that will do it for today. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.